0: on life. Hello and welcome to Lucas on Life. Elton John famously sung that sorry seems to be the hardest word. Perhaps linked to that truth is another statement that can be a challenge for us to offer. I was wrong. There's three words that can be tough to say as well. And that's exactly what happened this last week in America. As a pastor in the Dallas, Texas area, Changed his mind on opposing COVID vaccination. According to Premier Christian News, Danny Reeves is the senior pastor of First Baptist Church in Corsiana, a town 60 miles south of Dallas. Reeves decided to express his regret with a local television outlet after going through a week long battle with COVID that ended with him in the intensive care unit. Reeves previously was a vocal critic of both the lockdowns and the vaccination mandates. He would also argue that a lot of the reaction to COVID was overblown and unnecessary. But all of that changed when he caught the virus for himself on July 16th. In follow-up tweets, Reeves would soon discover that he had several lung issues making breathing with COVID extremely difficult. He would end up spending 20 days in the hospital, constantly fighting off an infection that endangered his blood oxygen level. He was later treated with steroids, allowing him full access to his blog. And thankfully, he's now recovering. After his recovery began, Reeves expressed that it was a humbling experience. God puts us through these moments to teach us the lessons, he told his local outlet. I didn't mean to be cavalier. I didn't mean to be overconfident. But there's a lot of people just like me that haven't gotten the vaccine he's expressed thankfulness for those supporting his recovery including his faith his church and the doctors who cared for him and now he is a vocal supporter of the vaccination effort the pastor now intends to get vaccinated and encourages everyone else to do the same so what about us We Christians are people of deep conviction. We hold strongly to the truths of our faith. But does that mean that in standing on what is right as far as we can see it, at times we can be slow to own up when we get things wrong? What happens when we're wrong? I tend to be forgetful and I can never remember where I've left my car keys. But now, thanks to a new gadget, my prodigal keys alert me to their whereabouts. I have one of those key rings that beep when you clap or whistle. I'm impressed by my new key ring and I was hoping to mislay it so that I could clap and get my money's worth. My wife Kay thinks I'm moving into an ultra charismatic phase. I often march around the house, clapping for no good reason. Yesterday I put my hands together so much Kay thought I was working my way through the whole of Songs of Fellowship. Then I tried whistling and Kay thought I was having an especially chirpy, happy day, which I wasn't. The keys weren't beeping back their whereabouts to their forgetful owner because I'd forgotten to switch the beeper on. The epitome of my amnesia was my forgetting what country I was in recently. Americans drive on the right side of the road while we Brits drive on the left, as God surely intended, I jest. I drove down a busy Colorado street blissfully unaware that I was not in Sussex, and noticed that a car was speeding towards me on my side of the road, or so I thought. I alerted Kay, observed Darling, a deluded chap heading our way. Let us pray that he recovers his sanity, I said, or something like that. Still he came right on ahead, like a kamikaze motorist, and we were soon to kiss at speed. I was certain he would eventually see the error of his ways and get back onto his own side of the road. About two seconds before crashing, I suddenly remembered. This is America. I'm not in the UK. Perverse as it is, they don't drive on the left. Rats, it was me that was in the wrong. I swerved across the lanes just in time and was appalled to realize that my forgetfulness had nearly caused casualties. At first I thought I'd nearly killed a fellow Christian, since he seemed to be waving at me, pointing a finger heavenward. But then I looked closer. Reflecting on the episode later, I discovered something about me that is a little more troubling than forgetfulness. It had not occurred to me that I could be in the wrong, even though I clearly and obviously was. My reaction was instinctive. I'm right. You're not. Kindly move over, such a deception could have doomed us both to the long-term consumption of hospital food, or maybe even worse, and a similar deception can mug us all. We think we're normally right. That uncomfortable reality is the reason for so much conflict in marriages, families, churches, and between nations. The notion that we might just have got the wrong end of the stick is unthinkable, particularly for those of us spiritual types who feel that every opinion is downloaded from heaven and that our viewpoint is surely God's viewpoint too. Stunning though it might seem, you and I can be wrong and we often are. We are at times misguided, misinformed, hasty, unaware or just plain stubborn. There are only a few steps from confidence to arrogance. We know the one who calls himself the truth but we then quickly think that we always have the right angle and hold the monopoly on truth too. Some of us occasionally affirm, I could be wrong, and then act as if the universe would explode if it were true. So let's face the facts. Some of our notions, choices, and even doctrines are wrong. And if the thought that our theological viewpoints are not the completely accurate picture bothers us, Let's remind ourselves that this side of eternity we see through smeared double glazing, to paraphrase the penultimate verse of 1 Corinthians 13. The Bible is accurate, but our understanding of it is flawed. We'd all do well to think a little more, abandon some of our blustering, and sign up for the free but priceless education that comes when we listen carefully and humbly to others. Meanwhile, Back in the car, life wasn't easy. I missed my turning after helpfully missing that fellow motorist and I clapped my hands with frustration. The key ring beeped and Kay clapped too and launched into singing, He is Lord and he is Lord, but we're not. We can be wrong. Men can be irrational creatures to say the least, one of the more bizarre evidences of weird life on planet Mail is our deep reluctance to believe what the petrol gauge on our car is desperately trying to tell us. Despite the ominous sight of the white needle hovering just above the E, the yellow flashing light in the shape of a petrol can and, in the case of some higher-end European luxury cars the terrifying voice of a German woman booming words like Ach through our car stereo and barking that we're getting low on fuel, somehow we take this as a personal challenge and do everything we can to get home without taking the two or three minutes needing to do the obvious and fill up with petrol. So it was for me during a family holiday with friends. We were in the West Country and we were about to venture onto Dartmoor Despite the fact that we were moving into foggy, treacherous territory where the Hound of the Baskervilles surely roams free, I decided to ignore the fact that we only had a quarter of a petrol tank left. But that was but my first mistake of the day. There would surely be a trinity of errors. The second lash-up came when, unsure about our route once we were actually on the moor, I took a turning that I felt convinced was right, because, as far as I'm concerned, I have an intuitive sense of direction, which I actually don't have. My turning took us down what felt like a waterlogged potholed farm track, which was probably because it was a waterlogged potholed farm track. We then found ourselves in an area which sported lots of red flags that fluttered beautifully and bravely along the roadside, we marvelled at the loveliness of the locals getting together for frequent fêtes and carnivals, and then realised that that was not the case, but we were actually slap bang in the middle of an army firing range. My confidence that we were on the right road had led us into a place where we could easily end up in the sights of a goggle-wearing military man in a tank, a chap with a lifelong ambition to fire an armour-piercing shell at a moving target, like us. And so now, we were lost on the moors with the petrol gauge on E, praying that the Lord would miraculously provide us with a large petrol station, preferably one that served cappuccinos, and stranded in the middle of a potential war zone. But there was yet more to come. We finally made our way back to civilization and filled up with petrol, and then noticed a house for sale. We stopped and eagerly jumped out of the car and wandered up to the for sale sign, which also contained some leaflets that showed the price. Thinking of myself now as an expert in the UK housing market, I turned to my friend and made a solemn declaration of absolute certainty. I was surely right, I thought. Mark my words, I said, this house will never ever sell. It's just priced way above the market. These sellers are crazy. It was. At that exact moment that a car drew up that had an estate agent sticker on the driver's door, a suited man hopped out and walked swiftly over to the for sale sign and tacked a huge sold sign over it as I looked on helplessly, haplessly. It was then that I realised once again a truth that is unpalatable to most of us and quite unthinkable. I'm returning to that theme and that is we can be wrong. Just as Pastor Reeves in Texas was so wrong and it nearly cost him his life, we can be wrong too. Again, perhaps we get used to the feeling that we're in the right and the fact that we hold a Bible in our hands, which we rightly insist is the inspired word of God, it gives us a sense of consistently being in the know. And then we rush to the conclusion that our choice of music our understanding of the Bible, our brand of church, our entire worldview on life. In all of these areas, we think we are basically in the right most, if not all, of the time. And while we stubbornly insist on being experts, our churches implode, our marriages erode, and others around us take a vow of silence rather than take us on. Take notice of the fuel gauge. Read the map. Don't jump to swift conclusions especially about property prices. In short, let's all know this, and it might just prevent us from getting shelled by a British army tank. We can be wrong. That's been our theme tonight. So let's apply this uncomfortable but vital truth and consider where we have dug our heels in about an issue, but now we need to consider that we might just be mistaken. For that pastor in Texas his insistence on being right nearly cost him his life. And perhaps his humbling experience will give him and those around him a better life from now on. And by the way, if you haven't had it yet, go ahead. Get vaccinated. You know it makes sense. See you next time. Lucas on Life.